0: What? I asked. You don't really look like a bookworm, you know. He remarked. You were popular in high school, weren't you? Varsity cheerleading squad. I laughed. But, you know, don't judge a book and all that. We weren't all idiots. I didn't mean that you don't seem smart. Just not introverted. I wouldn't expect you to want to hide behind books. What would you expect me to do? Something more visible. Be an actress, maybe. Maybe. Oh, come on. I'm not blowing smoke about your looks. It's not about that. Your face is just very expressive. I know you try to play things close to the vest, but you can't really. Your face betrays everything you think. You're a bit too reckless on the inside to play the stoic introvert. And that was the moment. As if to prove his point, all at once I felt a flush of embarrassment. Had he been able to read the many thoughts I'd had about him? The fantasies of hair-pulling, restraints, of fevered fucking in all the wrong places. And no sooner did I have these hysterical thoughts than a hot, pulsing blush flooded my chest, my neck, my cheeks. And worst of all, I let out a tittering giggle. I giggled like a thirteen-year-old girl with a crush on the quarterback. He smiled and changed the subject, telling me of his own failed theatrical experience in college. "'Botching his lines as a bit player in some restoration comedy. "'And at the time, I was grateful for the reprieve. "'A chance to regain my composure and wolf down my food "'before finally saying, we should get back to work. "'We found the manuscript shortly after "'and all seemed right with the world. "'But the next day, it was clear that was not the case. "'Jared and Billy were there before me, as usual.' I saw them talking in low voices at their side-by-side desks. Jared's thick eyebrow was cocked. Billy was smiling, mischievously. I was certain they were talking about me, laughing at me. Then Billy looked up, his smile fixed on me. "'Good morning, Rebecca,' he said. Jared turned around to look at me, his eyes burning through my wool skirt and cardigan. "'Good morning, Rebecca,' I detected a lilt in his voice that I took as mocking. I walked past them wordlessly and closed the door. And from that moment on, things were different around the office. Somehow, things had stopped getting done with efficiency. Neither seemed to care about impressing me with their work ethic. Bit by bit, their competitive brown nosing grinded to a halt. Now there was a new competition underway. The competition to see who could break me first. Billy stepped up next. He was to book me a nail appointment prior to my meeting with a prospective new author. I always liked to look my best for these meetings. It gave me the upper hand. But when I swung by his desk to ask if he had confirmed the appointment, he looked at my hands, examining them, and then shocked me by taking my hand in his, holding it up to the light for a better look, spreading my fingers wide and looking between them, running a finger over the tips. His careful, appraising exam made my heart pound. Embarrassed and worried he'd find my flaws, while at the same time excited by the heat from his big, thick hands as they lightly teased the skin of my palms. Your hands seem perfect to me. Are you sure you want to keep the appointment? His face looked innocent as he asked this, save for his eyes, which were searching my eyes just as he'd searched my hands, looking for a reaction. I felt my top lip begin to twitch under the pressure. The hint of a smile and a laughing twinkle came to his eyes. Gotcha, it seemed to say. It doesn't matter, I said. Just make sure my notes are ready. These little games went on with the two of them for a week, each looking for opportunities to touch me here or there, to say things to me that were appropriate, but somehow not appropriate. I was working overtime to not betray that I caught on to their every suggestive nuance. But I did. I caught the change in their eyes and tone. They seemed intent with their every word and gesture to be trying to turn me on. I'd come away from conversations with them completely unable to recall what was said.